Hello Saints, Todd here with SafeguardYourSoul.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so blessed to have these moments together in the Word of God. And remember, Saints, there's nothing, there's nothing, no thing happening on God's planet that is even remotely as important as the work of the gospel and feeding the sheep of Jesus Christ for whom he died to save so that they can grow in grace, they can be edified, they can be equipped for the work of the ministry according to the scriptures. And let me just guarantee you this one thing, by the grace of God, this outreach will continue to unapologetically endeavor to preach the whole of the word of God, regardless of who gets offended or not, in Jesus' name. And please remember that your prayers and support are vital to this operation. Thank you. I wanted to talk to you about stewardship and the parable of the talents. What an incredibly important teaching from Jesus and essential to our walk with him as disciples of Christ who are going to give full account. We're going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ, Romans 14, 2 Corinthians 5, and give full account for our lives on this earth and the stewardship of everything he's given us. You know, we are continuing to be blessed in the ministry here to supply faithful stewards of Christ, several of them around the nation. So glad when we're able to do that. I was able to order a bunch of books today and a few days ago for a couple of them who are extremely diligent laborers for Christ, one in Missouri and the other one in Florida in particular, and got to speak to one of the ladies, a Jewish lady, 83 years old, that just got saved through the ministry of our sister Terry down there in Miami. And what a faithful, consummate soul winner and discipler, if you will, one who feeds the flock of God and she's leading folks to Jesus. I mean, there's barely a week that goes by or two when somebody or several aren't getting saved. And that's such a blessing. And that's that's where God wants to direct his resources. I want to talk about that a little bit because Jesus taught that God the Father and Christ only multiply supply and blessings to people as they walk with and abide in him and are faithful with what he's already given them. You know, I was blessed to have a really good pastor early on in my Christian walk, the best pastor, if you will, specifically pastor that I've been blessed to have. And he taught this parable faithfully. And it's been a great building block in my personal walk with Christ. You know, as you and I are faithful with what the Lord has already given us. Matthew 25, parable of the talents. I want to encourage you to read that this week and prayerfully begin and ask God to open your understanding and cause this to be incorporated in worship and obedience in your personal life. So as we are faithful to the Lord with what he's already given us, In fact, let me stop right here and say, let us right now give God thanks for what he's already put in our hands and be content with such things as you have, because if you have Christ, you have, we have everything. Hebrews 13 says, and so let us be thankful for what we already have and steward it according to his will, which is his word. So we are thankful for what he's already given us. In fact, he says, all things come of thee and of thine own have we given thee. First Chronicles 29, 14, 
all things come of thee. In other words, everything that has ever been created was created by God, and he puts certain a certain supply of those things into our hands, whether it be materially or spiritually, and of thine own have we given thee. So when we give it something, it's coming from the bounty of the Lord as we give back to him in worship. Amen. God so loved the world that he gave. Every true disciple is a giver, and every man must decide in his own heart, 2 Corinthians 9, how much and with what heart he's going to give it. And God loves a cheerful giver, and this is never to be coerced. So we're talking about stewardship, which is a doctrine of Scripture, so important. And it's taught vastly throughout the terrain, if you will, of the Word of God. So we are to be faithful to thank God for what's already in our possession and be a steward, a good steward of what he's already put in our hands. You know, often we hear people say, well, when I get rich, I'm going to get that is such a deception. First of all, God's not going to prosper you and multiply you and make you rich in this world. I don't know if he's going to do that anyway, but if it was him that's going to do it, he's only going to do it as you're faithful with what you already have. Notice the parable of the talents. One was given five talents, the other two, and the third was given one talent. And the two that multiplied used what he had given them. God multiplied it and said, well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. Now I'm going to make you ruler over much. If that's the punchline, if you will, of that fantastic, absolutely integral, imperative teaching of our Lord Jesus Christ that I want to encourage you not only to get into and get it in your spirit and mind and pray over it for God to incorporate it in your life, make it a a living word in your life, but also to share this with other believers. You see, we must ask ourselves, am I faithful to abide, to obey Christ by obeying his word? If so, Jesus and the Father are dwelling rich with you and will multiply you according to your proper, wise, faithful stewardship of what he has already given you, what you already possess, what you already have in your hand and in your heart, which is all from him. Amen. John fourteen twenty one and 23, Jesus taught that those who abide in Christ, those who truly obey him, the father and the son are going to make their abode in that person. That's his true disciple, okay? Not somebody that's a churchgoer or that's sitting in church numbing themselves out trying to soak in the presence of God. God's not going to multiply his presence to anyone like that. He's going to multiply his presence and his blessings in the life and the lives of the few remnant disciples who are daily walking out his word in a practical, prayerful way through thick or thin, if you will, through having much or little while in the middle of suffering or a time of comfort. They're doing the will of the Father faithfully. Faithfulness is a huge, huge word and truth in the kingdom of God, in the divine economy, in the word of God, throughout the word of God, like as in the case of Joseph, who was faithful to love and serve the Lord, whether he was in the king's palace or before that, when he was in the pit, unjustly thrown into the pit by his brothers, and then prison. He went from the pit to prison, if you, or pit to the palace to prison and back to the palace. He was faithful in the least, and God made him ruler over much. God is watching how faithful we are in the things of God and the kingdom of Christ. 
personally, I love Proverbs 28.20. I memorized it years ago, and it's been feeding me to meditate on it and refer to it and share it with others. Notice Proverbs 28.20. I want to encourage you to memorize this beautiful truth. Notice a faithful man. Who? Who's he talking about? A faithful man. What kind of man? A faithful man shall abound with blessings, but he that maketh haste to be rich uh, shall not be innocent. So, see, again, some people are lusting after the things of this world instead of being faithful to God right where they already are. And those that are lusting after the things of this world and seeking to be rich will not be innocent, he says here, in the eyes of God. In fact, First Timothy 6, 9, and 10 actually start in verse 8. Uh, and having food and raiment or clothing, let us be therewith content. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for everything you've already given us, Lord. We love you, Jesus. We count it as a blessing which came from the bounty of your beautiful, loving hand and which we don't deserve, but you so lovingly, graciously gave it to us. And we thank you for it, Lord. Now, make us good stewards. Let our hearts be full of your fear, the holy fear of God, and your wisdom and stewardship, Lord, From so that from now forward, we live out our days as faithful stewards in your holy eyes. Teach us, we pray with the psalmist, to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom in Jesus name. Amen. So first Timothy six, eight through 10 and having food and raiment, let us be there with content. You know, folks, we in the Western world have a whole lot more than just food and raiment. Anybody in biblical terms that has food in their stomach today and clothing is considered by God to be rich. Now, I'm not teaching specifically on that topic today, but it bears saying, and I want you to keep that in memory and look for that in the Word of God and search it out. Okay, so having food and raiment, let us be there with content. It's hard for me not to start clapping my hands and raising them right now and thanking the Lord Jesus Christ that we have food and clothing. Hallelujah. But he continues, but they that will be rich, notice not those that are rich. Later in this chapter, he talks to the rich Christians and he says, he wants you to be givers, very generous givers, and doing that against or in light of your judgment, because to whom much is given, much shall be required. You know, it's interesting, in Luke 16, beginning in verse 19 through 31, Jesus spoke of the rich man and the poor man, Lazarus. The rich man was wicked, and the poor man happened to be righteous, and how the poor man, Lazarus, uh, was trying to survive by the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table or bounty. You know, there are some in this world who are even fed by good ministries and they pretty much just scrape off or dust off a few crumbs into those works of God and, to, and also into the lives of other needy Christians around them. I wonder how that's going to look on Judgment Day. I tell you what, we have a preview of exactly how it's going to look in Luke 16 and in many other places in Scripture. This is an open book test. There'll be no excuse. Romans 1.20, they are without excuse. None of us have excuse. So I want you to go into Luke 16, read the chapter. It's all about stewardship of the resources of God, whether spiritually or uh, material or financially. And I want you to see who you are. Ask God to show you, honestly, if you're the rich man or the poor man. Verse 9, 1 Timothy 6 
But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, not money, but the love of it, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. So many who got saved, he says here, coveted after riches instead of Christ. They lusted after riches instead of the Redeemer. They went after the coin instead of lusting after coveting more of Christ. And what happens to those kind of people? And I've met and know many of them who once walked with Jesus in a humble, practical, faithful, worship-filled, obedient fashion. And yet they begin to lust after the things of the world. And now they have erred from the faith. They've fallen away. Luke 8, 13. And they've pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Though they gain the riches of this world, they're miserable. Because the only real riches that fill the heart full and satiate the heart, as we read in Jeremiah thirty-one twenty-five, Jesus is the only one that can satisfy or satiate, fill <laughs> to full and his riches in your heart. That's the only kind of people that are happy in this life, not those that run after the riches of this world. They've pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Okay, so bouncing back as we come in for a landing here, Proverbs 28, 20, it's a faithful man. That's what we're talking about right here, saints, being faithful to God. Now is a good time for us to bow our heads and say, Father, we pray again that you would Unite our hearts to fear thy name. Set us apart as holy unto thee, O God, and make us faithful with what you've given us, Lord, the word of God in our hearts, the money in our pockets, in our accounts, in the possessions we have, the energy, the time, the opportunities, Lord, make us faithful to obey you, Lord, against the day to come that we might lay up treasure not on earth where moth and rust does corrupt and where corrupt and where thieves steal but in heaven we lay up treasure god where neither moth nor rust does corrupt but no thief can steal and will pay eternal dividends lord let it be let us be of this mindset that you set forth in your word give us the grace in this matter O god from the inside out in jesus name proverbs 28:20 20. memorize it beloved a faithful man a faithful man, one that is faithful before God, will abound. They're going to abound. Hello. They're going to be bountifully filled with blessings. But he that maketh haste, he that lusts after and covets after riches, he that maketh haste to be rich, that is in this world, shall not be innocent. Wow. Okay. So then he says in verse 22, Proverbs 28, he that hasteth to be rich has an evil eye. That's an interesting term to look up. Jesus used the term evil eye. That's a lustful, greedy, somebody that's lusting from their heart and the affections of their heart for something, anything outside of Christ. He that hasteth to be rich has an evil eye and considereth not that poverty shall come upon him. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 22. Ultimately, that's going to be the poverty of being in the domain of the damned, because you're going to hell, according to the Word of God. The Word of God says, He that is a covetous man is an idolater, and he has no inheritance in the kingdom of God and of Christ. Ephesians 5, 5 through 9. Amen. So, parable of the talents... This message, if it does nothing more than cause you 
to get in the Matthew 25 and the teachings of Jesus, there's no way we can honestly say we're following Christ if we're not following his teachings and obeying them. Anybody who believes they're following Christ and isn't just devouring his word and living by it is completely deceived. The scripture says, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves. And also study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2 verse 15. God is not going to add to, he's not going to multiply his supply and blessings to anyone who is sitting around, who is just doing the church thing and just throwing money in this coffers to make the already circus conductors of the modern church richer. Amen. I got a friend who's a missionary, him and his lovely wife. I've known them for 15 years, and they labor daily to supply the saints and to feed the poor and to minister the word. And, you know, he was going to this church. I saw it way before he did, but anyway, we're all growing. And, uh, you know, when he left that church to go to another country to do what he's been doing for years, you know, that local church didn't help him with a penny. Why? Because they don't care about anybody that's laboring humbly, quietly for Jesus and being fruitful. They only supply and help those that are out there promoting their church to the different areas of the nation or world. They don't care about Christ's kingdom. They care about expanding their own existence and multiplying their own kingdom empire name in this world instead of Christ's kingdom. But as good stewards of the grace of God, as the scriptures exhort us to be, we must get behind the humble, servant, obedient, worshiping of Jesus ministries, folks. God's going to hold us accountable for what we get behind. Anybody who bids God speeds to false ministers or ministries is going to be judged by God. Second John verse 10 and 11. Be careful, beware, and make sure you are supplying and praying for those Christ-centered, scripture-rich kingdom ministries which are putting forth the word of God. No men or man are perfect, but you know true servants when you see them putting forth the word of God and bringing attention to Christ alone and to other people being served by Christ through his body. Amen. So God's not going to multiply his blessings and supply to anyone that's not being faithful right where they are with what he's already given them and not doing his stated will by loving and tending to and giving to and serving and blessing others. Jesus said we're here to love God with all our heart, soul, mind and strength and love our neighbor as ourselves, as we already love ourselves. We take what's already there, the love for self, and we put it outside of ourselves to others, to God and others. In that order, Matthew 22, 37 through 39, every true disciple is a doer of the word of God. Again, James 1, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own self. If you're not a doer, you're not a disciple and God is calling you to repent and obey him. And that for some of you, that's going to mean to come out from among them and be ye separate from this Babylonian false church world. True disciples are not known by being a good churchgoer. There's a lot of good churchgoers. In fact, most churchgoers are nothing but counterfeits. And they are wasting their lives in this world on the enterprises of mere sinful men. 
In contrast, true disciples are known by being an obedient servant of the Lord, not a church attender. Any old dead fish can float downstream with the crowd. It takes a live one to go upstream and be a true humble servant of the Most High, Jesus Christ. No, the true disciple of Jesus is known by his supreme love for and faithful obedience to Christ, his King, his first love. Amen. Every good gift and, and blessing is from God, according to James 1.17. Now, what we do in stewarding the things of God, which is everything we have, is we take from what he's given us and we share it with others. Whether that be supply or spiritual blessings in Christ or material blessings, freely, Jesus said, you have received, freely give. Amen. Friends, this is a short message, but I tell you, it couldn't be more important. Stewardship, faithfulness to God. I want to encourage you to share this with others. Also, if you're on the website, safeguardyoursoul.com, feel free to sign up to opt in for our weekly newsletter which is always encouraging and edifying. And if you don't see the opt-in on the website, go ahead and send me an email and ask me. Just say, hey, I want to be on the, just say subscribe. That's all you got to do in the subject line. Info at safeguardyoursoul.com. Info at safeguardyoursoul.com. God bless you, friends. So glad we had these moments together. And I pray that God's richest blessings in Jesus Christ will be upon your beautiful life. He loves you so much. And may he multiply his blessings to you in Christ, that you might stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Colossians chapter 4, verse 12. In the name of Jesus Christ. Well, brothers and sisters, it's been a blessing to spend these moments with you in the Word of God. And remember, there's hundreds of more Christ-centered, scripture-rich, edifying podcasts on safeguardyoursoul.com forward slash audios. There's also a store page with several, many books on there for your edification in Christ. They're all scripture-rich and Christ-centered. Also, tens of thousands of saints and sinners are being reached every month, and your prayers are coveted for the fruitfulness and supply of this outreach. God be praised, by the way, for those who are supporting, and feel free to visit our donate page on the site, and you can use your debit card, PayPal, or Patreon, and you can become a monthly sustaining member if you choose to do so, and a gift of any amount is so appreciated. Part of this outreach is to equip and supply other ministering disciples across our great country and all over the world. And may God be praised that there's fruitfulness happening among his people and through his beloved saints as we know that the return of our Lord Jesus Christ draws nigh. And we say together in the words of Revelation 22, even so, come Lord Jesus. Amen.